Hello? This is crazy. Nerd talk. Dork talk. Real talk. The coolest podcast ever. The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. Life, but this is what I live for. Hey, hey, what up? Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new ah, you know the drill. I'm a little pissed off right now. No, it's not because I'm gonna die alone. Now, I've made my peace with that. I'm cool. It doesn't get me angry. Doesn't make me happy either, but doesn't make me angry. What does piss me off is when old Kenny records one one sweet-ass podcast. I'm telling you, I broke the record. I usually only have a couple good jokes, but I launched like seven or eight good jokes in this uh, last recording. But for whatever reason... It did not record. I'm so pissed off right now. Like, I am working on a bit of a tight schedule, and it was a really good take. Oh, it flowed. It was so good. I was just coming up with things. I, I'm not going to lie. I took a nap, and I think that's why I'm so sharp today. I came up with such amazing stuff. My standards, anyways, maybe not amazing in general, but old Kenny, old Kenny standards, it was amazing, and I lost all of it. None of it recorded. I'm so pissed off. So, all right, all right. You know, say la vie, life's a bitch, and then you die. So what are we going to do? I have to pretend like I'm being fresh and original right now. I'm going to reenact the whole thing. But, you know, with my lack of uh, acting career, you probably have guessed it. I'm not that good of an actor. But there's no way I'm coming up with a second show. I'm going to try to remember what I said and say it again. And, God damn, I hope it's good. So, all right, I think I started with... Oh, yes. I remember what I started with. I was like, oh, so how you doing? Yeah, I, I hope it's real well is the answer. But it's okay if it's not. Even if you're having a shite day, it can't possibly be worse than the day Roseanne Barr is having. Am I right? Yes, I nailed it. I got it. That's the joke. I got it again. Yeah, before I took my sweet-ass nap, I, I helped me deliver one of the greatest Kenny Hosho performances ever, which will probably never be seen again. I learned that Roseanne Barr lost her show. Lost her show because she made... It wasn't even a funny tweet. I read it. I'm like, what the hell does this mean? Muslims and Planet of the Ape. Is she calling this person some sort of terrorist monkey? Because that's... Wow. That's pretty rough. Hey... I've said some shit in my day, but that takes the cake. You win as far as offensive tweets go, I suppose, Roseanne Barr. But the timing's pretty poor. And things are only made worse. You're just begging to lose your show when you make a tweet about black people referring them and comparing them to mankeys when your network president is a black woman. You're just asking for it at that point. Especially a woman. They're all, you know they're vindictive and they're vengeful. If it were a black dude, he's like, ah, man, it's cool. I don't worry about it. It's kind of weird that this, this cracker-ass, cracker-white woman is 
spouting this shit off, but you know, whatever. Her show's successful, it's lining my pockets, it's cool, man, I don't care. But a woman, come on, you're in trouble. I gotta say, Roseanne, this, this timing is, this timing's really bad. Because I was about to launch a brand new segment on Twitter called Horribly Racist or Terribly Insightful. So now I got cold feet about it. I don't know if I should even do this segment. You know what? Let's just do it here on the Kenny Ho Show and you let me know if it's, uh, if it's a bad idea. So here we go. Horribly racist or terribly insightful would go a little something like this. If you run into a black person in a bad neighborhood, they will either A, rob you, or B, sell you drugs. The best you can hope for is the latter. Horribly racist or terribly insightful? You be the judge. Whatever, I don't have a popular show I can lose. That sounded so much better the first time. At least it felt so much better the first time I did it. I'm like, ah, I'm so witty. How do I come up with these things? Now it's like, ah, feels like someone said it already. A better Kenny. A more well-rested Kenny. A less angry Kenny did it. All right, I gotta move on. Can't dwell on that. What else did I say? Oh, yes. But then I also realized, wait a minute, the timing's not so bad. Timing's actually pretty good because if you remember last episode, I was like, you know, this, this next topic is too big for me to, you know, to put on the back end of this episode. So why don't we save it for next time for it to be its own episode? And here is next episode and it's perfect timing because today I'll be tackling social media. That's right. I'm going to do what a TED Talk can't. I'm going to break down social media in 20 minutes or less. Eat your heart out. I don't know. Insert somebody who was on TED Talk uh, right here. But now, nah, I, I don't know. Like, I think that joke kind of, uh, not going to lie, even the first time it didn't hit its mark. I don't know why I thought the second time it might, but whatever. There it is anyway. But no lie, though. It is apropos that... Roseanne Barr put her foot in her mouth because today I was actually going to talk about dumb shit people put on social media. And this is perfect. She lost the show because of it. So let's get warmed up. Let's get right into it. Let's start off with some dumb shit people have posted on Facebook. And these are real Facebook posts. I couldn't come up with them myself. It's dumb shit. I'm way too witty and clever to come up with dumb shit. I'm above it. I'm beyond it. You know, if I had kept everyone I'd ever had on Facebook, right now I'd probably have like a thousand friends. I'm sure you're the same. Unless you're one of these people who have kept everybody on there and you do have a thousand. But you know what? Then you know what I'm talking about, right? Or you're unlikable and you're like, I don't know, I got like 14 people on here and it's taken me eight years to amass. I mean, if that's the case, it's all right. Hang in there. Don't kill yourself. Who do you think you are? That's my move. There's off-the-cuff shit. I didn't come up with this on the last one. I keep paring them down just to the people I like and want to know what's going on in their life. But uh, uh, well, that's not true. I've pared it down so it's still triple digit. I'm just over 100 because I feel like if you go under triple digits, you're a huge-ass loser. You should go... Oh, wait a minute. The 14 friends... Uh. It's okay, the double digits where it's at. Yeah, yeah, moving on. I'm not responsible for your death. But yeah, part of why I've pared it down is not just because, like, I don't really even know this person. Why are they on here? 
as part of it, but also is because honestly, some people post some really dumb shit, makes you scratch your head. And why are you posting this? This is neither funny nor insightful. This is neither horribly racist nor terribly insightful. This is just rubbish, said the review about the Kenny Ho show. Nah, I'm kidding. There's no reviews. I don't know. Even if there were, I don't know where to find them. I don't know how to use my iTunes account. Oh, which reminds me, if you're listening to this, uh, I don't know, is that a thing? Can you go on uh, iTunes and leave a review? Unless it's horrible. Don't leave a shitty review. I don't need that. But, I don't know, is that a thing? I've seen people I've seen people do that. Do I have to activate it or something? Can you try? Go on and be like, leave, leave a review. And if it's cool, let me know. And, you know, maybe I'll check in a couple weeks and we'll see what happens. But, uh, all right, I'm getting off point here. This didn't happen the last time. I didn't ask for uh, to see if uh, uh, there there could be reviews left for me. I just haven't activated it, or uh, uh, nobody gives a shit. Uh, I'm leaning towards the second one, but whatever, whatever. Can't afford to break down and cry. See, this is why the first take was so amazing. I was confident and funny. Eight to nine jokes. What the hell was I saying? All right, yeah, because yeah, it's why I cut people from Facebook. I'm like, this is dumb shite. But in hindsight, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have cut them because I could have had a segment that I didn't have to work on. I could have just been like, scroll, scroll. Yeah, this one. Uh, that one. Okay, perfect. Let's just do this. No work on the Kenny Ho Show this week. But without further ado, let's get into it. Let's read some dumb shit people have posted. First one. This one's my favorite. On the bus with someone with amazing smelling food. Hands down, one of the top five worst bus rides ever wtf are you freaking serious amazing smelling food on the bus this counts as one of your worst experiences with public transportation in the city of toronto are you shitting me right now what kind of magical world do you live in better yet where's your bus route do you get on at Richie Rich Boulevard and then take it a few stops and get off at Vince McMahon Lane? This is incredible. I don't know, this girl this girl is a hot girl, so I don't know, maybe maybe her life is this good. There's no doubt hot girls lead a very different life than someone who looks like me. Oh, and what's that? Uh someone who looks like if God drew Korean pop star Rain with his left hand. Back on point, lady, are you serious? I can name five worst experiences off the top of my head. I don't even have to try. I know the listener right now is saying the exact same thing. Like, I'm not even kidding around. Let's do this. I'm not going to give it any thought. Number one, what is worse than having really good smelling food on the bus? Uh, getting groped on public transit. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's happened to me. Certainly not a blatant ass grab, but you know what's happened to people. You, I know for a fact people have been sexually harassed and sexually assaulted on the TTC. There is no doubt about that. So let's compare it for a second. Unwelcome sexual touching versus really amazing smelling Chinese food on the bus. I gotta say, ass grabbing, much, much worse. That's one worse ride. Two... Uh, running into someone you fracking despise. This one's happened to me. In this moment, I'm like, uh, okay, what happens here? Do I get off the bus? Do I give this person shit? Do I acknowledge them anyway, shape or form, actually? Or do I just ignore them and 
get to where I'm going and just chalk it up to a bad bus ride. One that is worse than having amazing smelling food on the bus. Three, smelling B.O. on a crowded summertime rush hour bus ride. People who smell like shite, I gotta say, that's a worse bus ride than the amazing smelling food. Number four, sitting next to a hobo who also smells like shite on a bus. You know, the thing you're on and complained how amazing smelling food made it a shitty bus ride, ruined your night. Don't count this as number five, but what's worse is if that hobo starts pleasuring himself. Huh? Mm? Gotta say, worse than what you're talking about. And number five, my favorite one. This one actually happened to a buddy of mine. Well, maybe former buddy. David, as you remember. I hope he's not former buddy, because that means he would have been really petty and doesn't have a really good sense of humor. I would love it if my buddies thought about me enough to be like, let's make a, a, a huge gay joke on... At the time, I thought was going to be a path-altering episode of my podcast. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Number five, David was shot at, not with a water gun, not with a Nerf gun, not with a wink and a gun. Well, maybe the wink and a gun at some point. Maybe he ran, in, maybe he ran into me on the bus. I'm like, hey, wink and a gun, bud. But no, he was legit shot at with a real gun on a bus. You think that would toughen him up? Where he's like, ah, a gay joke, that's nothing compared to a gun. But again, let's not get into that, let's not get into that. Yeah, the man, fortunately, he wasn't shot, but it doesn't mean... But still, getting shot would be worse, but getting shot at, still worse than having an amazing aroma in the air while you took the bus home. This is unbelievable. I'm glad you're hot, lady, because the world would eat you up otherwise. Number two, this post is... I don't know. It's it's a little concerning. I'm like, wow, what's what's this girl dealing with? What's wrong with her? Well, you be the judge. The post was men calling female colleagues ladies at a meeting is completely inappropriate. Are you fracking kidding me? How is that inappropriate? Ladies, yeah, that's just a respectful term. That's a respectful way to refer to women. It's better than females, I'll tell you that much. If, if, if the post was guys referring to women as females is completely inappropriate, I get you. Because that's like, it's really clinical, isn't it? It's, it's like really like technical and sterile and cold and distant. You're dealing with a serial killer. You, you quit that job, you talk to HR, you do something. Because you're dealing with a serial killer, if that's the case. But someone who calls you a lady, gotta say that's not disrespectful. Because that's the same as men being called gentlemen. That's fine. That's amazing. Nobody's calling me a gentleman, even though I am. Right? Like, if someone called me a gentleman, I'm like, holy shit. This is the best thing that's happened all week. That's the most respect I've seen in three years. It's unbelievable. And while I'm on the topic, it's actually happened to me in the past where I have, uh, I've talked to women. haven't wanted to talk to them, but... Well, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man or whatever. I don't want to talk to you. I know it happened one time at a function, a business function, meaning a long time ago, because it turns out my uh, entry-level job doesn't set me up with business functions, doesn't have me showing up at business functions. They're like, what? Who the hell is this lackey? And another time at work, at this bottom-rung job. You know, both times I went up to these chicks. See, that's that's worse. That's way more disrespectful than someone calling a, being called a lady. 
You know, I think one time I was checking in, another time, you know, I needed something to get my job done. And I was like, oh, excuse me, miss, or excuse me, ma'am. I think it was one or the other. I don't remember which one it was for each one. But both times, they they got upset. One of them really upset, the one at work. She was a black female, so, you know, surprise, surprise. Horribly racist or terribly insightful. And both times in my mind, I'm like, listen, bitch, I'm just being nice. I'm being respectful here. And that's it. Like, there is far worse things to be called. Like, bitch. And in this and in this scenario, if I called him that, I wouldn't be wrong. I mean, I'd be wrong under some standard, but my own? No, I'd be accurate. So, I don't know. I think uh, this broad who posted this uh, this thing, I think she's been through some shit. I think, I think she has faced uh, some form of, you know, some dude, you know, belittling her or... Uh, mistreating her as a woman so now like she she i've seen a few of her posts it didn't cross my mind to take it down at the time but she seems real touchy when it comes to to how men treat women in the workplace but i gotta say whatever it is you gotta let it go it's not worth it why are you getting worked up especially since someone's actually trying to be respectful ask your friends if you have a thought and you're not sure maybe ask your friend maybe they have the answer maybe they don't but in this case if you ask me i'm like oh my goodness being called ladies is not inappropriate. You heard all the terms I used just now. All way worse than being called a lady. I'm just going to recount those for you, just in case you didn't hear them the first time. Uh, bitch, broad, chick, and I'll throw in whore, slew, harlot. You get the picture. Don't sweat it. Even if someone called you a bitch-ass hoe, don't sweat it. What the hell do they matter to you? Why their opinion should not matter to you. You should not sweat it. I know you're only human. It's tough, but that's the level you got to get to because she's an entertainment. You got to get to that level where you just don't sweat it. You got to be past it. You got to be above it. You got to be in such a good place. You got to work on being such a good place in life where those types of people just don't matter to you or be like me and hate yourself so much where it's like, man, are you serious like that? I've called myself way worse things. This, this is supposed to hurt me? Get out of here, bitch-ass hoe. This, what is this, third grade? Amateur hour? Hit the road, Jack. You're dealing with the big time here, bud. And then at this point, I realized I wasn't recording. So now this is brand new territory. Let's do this. You a, you a, a Reddit user? Yeah? No? If you are, what type of Reddit user are you? Are you on there posting? Are you part of the problem? Are you one of these trolls? Because from what I understand, I've always stayed off Reddit because uh, I listen to Tell Em Steve Dave and they always talk about the venom that's on that site. So I've always stayed away until recently because I play a lot of Warframe. And Warframe, there's a, there's a lot that goes on in that game. A lot of uh, modding and combinations of stuff that I just don't understand. So I go on there and I take this information... I learn from there. But then the other day, I don't know why, but I'm like, hey, there's a lot of cool shit on Reddit. There's a lot of hateful shit on Reddit, but some cool stuff too. I mean, if there's a Tell Him Steve Dave Reddit, what's stopping there from being a Tiffany Alvord Reddit? So I Google Tiffany Alvord Reddit, and oh my God, I have been missing out. I can't believe... There's not just one, but there's two Tiffany Alvord subreddits or whatever they're called, and it's amazing. I, the, the timing is really good. If you go far back enough, I'm like, oh, I've seen all this. Oh, these are just pictures of uh, Tiffany Alvord that I've seen a hundred times. But 
But in case you didn't know, Tiffany Alvord has been selling out big time lately. Not judging her. Believe me, I've been trying to sell out the Kenny Ho show from day one. Why do you think I, I kept dropping that? Hey, I'm a I'm a radio producer specializing in commercials and such. Trying to get a gig. Trying to sell some ads. But Tiffany Alvord, of course, being a much bigger success than I, has managed to successfully sell out. And it's in the best possible way. It's with her boobs. It's amazing. And with that ass. Mm, she recently uh, became like an... I think is it an American Apparel or Abercrombie and Fish? One of those douche ass clothing companies. She's one of the the models for. I want to say spokesperson, but I don't think she managed to sell out at that level. She didn't manage to to like Kardashian sell out. No, she just she sold out her values is what she did. Cause uh, she's not like a model for their let's say like fall or winter line. She's one of their models for their beach wear. Oh, you know where I'm going with this. Like skimpy ass bikinis, you're seeing boobs, you're seeing cleavage, you're seeing boote all day long. And honestly, I've been in a great place for the past three weeks because of this subreddit. Like there's some hot stuff on there. And why I say she sold out is because this is the opposite of her brand. This is the opposite of her wholesome image. Like to the point, she at one point posted on Twitter... She's like, I love my summer body. Can't wait to wear swimsuits and stuff. Then she posted another one. She's like, oh, and P.S. No, I won't be posting pictures because modest is hottest. I respect my body. Well, well, well. Looks like someone's about to eat their words. Modest is hottest? Probably. But I'll settle for Tiffany Alvord wearing next to nothing. Oh my goodness, it's so awesome. And why? And this ain't the dumb shit. This is the awesome shit of social media. This is absolutely resplendent. The dumb shit is, as I said, there's two Tiffany Alvord subreddits. One for the stuff I was talking about earlier, the beautiful, like the glamour pictures and stuff. But a second one for the dirty stuff. Yeah, people posting, you know, like up closes of her ass and stuff, which is amazing because at this point, I'm like, I don't know, I don't really give a shit about Tiffany Alvord anymore, but... I know Tiffany Alvord's not as super wholesome and, you know, amazing as she wants you to believe. Oh, she hate me, and I don't even know what I did. The least I can get out of it is seeing some sexy pictures. And I figured that was universal. Who wouldn't want to see? Talk about top fives. Tiffany Alvord is definitely, I wouldn't even say top five. I would say top one or two most beautiful women I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. And hey, if she's not going to be my friend, if she's not going to, and of course she's not going to date me. Yeah, and then I'll settle for some booty pictures. Why not? I figure everyone was in the same camp, but that's not the case because I read some of the posts on some of these pictures and, and most of them are, damn, wow, what up? But there's quite a few who's like, ew, you guys are gross. This is disgusting. Show some respect for Tiffany. Show some respect for yourselves. Sir, I hate to break it to you, but I believe you're super gay. Skimpy pictures of, of a super hot girl who she she signed up for it. It's not like these are like creep pics. Like somebody like, I don't know, like stole my move and went up a tree and like took pictures from uh, from her bedroom window or whatnot. Ah, who are we can No tree could support my massive girth. But these are pictures she, she posted herself or somebody. This is all over her Instagram, all over her Twitter. So how the hell is it disgusting when people just collect them so we can all have a one-stop shop where that rockin' bod. I said, I understand. Don't get me wrong. I, I used to be like, you I, you know, not super gay and 
probably a douchebag piece of shit. But I was like these guys in the sense that, you know, Tiffany Alvord was my princess and I wanted to be her white knight. But of course, in order to be her white knight, y'all gotta be her Caucasian knight. But I've learned, and this is actually part of the learning curve, just like reading this, I'm like, wow, was I like that? Coming to her rescue like a piece of shit? I remember one time, I think I talked about it on the show, I was on YouTube and somebody said she couldn't sing and that the only reason she was popular was she was good looking. And I was ready to give her shit, except Tiffany beat me to it, so I didn't do anything. So I'm like, man, I used to be like this. It's unbelievable. You know, I'm not in a great place now and like I'm like you know, a better person or whatever, but at least... I'm not one of these guys. And these guys, you know what? I won't go at them too harshly. At the end of the day, the Tiffin addicts are, you know, they're they're pretty nice people. They're shitheads in the way. Like, you know, they're, you know, they, they grovel at her feet and stuff. But outside of that, in general, Tiffin addicts are really nice people. So I won't be harsh about it. All I'm going to say is, man, she ain't yours to protect. She ain't yours to defend. She ain't yours to look out for. Because as far as I can tell, unless you're one of her Patreons... Or if you're a white guy she has a thing for, or, or one of these, like, mega Indonesian girl fans, she don't give a shit about you. Like, she give a shit about your money and your support, but at the end of the day, she really don't give a shit about you. Because she can't. She has, what, like, three million YouTube subscribers? She cannot care about that many people. Like, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, she's a horrible person, whatever. Nah, I think, in general, definitely compared to other, other like, celebrities and such, she's definitely a part of what we consider the good kids. But this is case in point. At the end of the day, this is a gig for her. You know, while it served her, it became part of her lifestyle. The good girl thing, it worked for her brand as well. So she went with it. But at the end of the day, when the chips are down and her livelihood is at it, she, she's willing to sell out her morals. You, th- you think for a second she wouldn't sell you out, bud? And I don't want to judge her because, you know, she's a young, beautiful woman. And I think sometimes... These these other girls, why are they getting all this attention? Oh, because they dress this way, because they're willing to do this and this and this. And, you know, she's like 25 now, and she's like a hopeless romantic. You know, she's got the, the crazy eyes. The I want to be married, I want to have some kids, crazy eyes. I want to meet a Prince Charming right now, crazy eyes. So she's doing what she got to do in more ways than one. And right now, that YouTube channel I hear is not doing so well. I mean, if you look at it, the last time I checked, just to see, I'm like, is the YouTube channel failing? Because I'd read about it, I think, on Reddit. Like, things are falling apart. That's why she's, like, resorting to this shit. And I think it's the case. Like, I mean, she's killing it still comparatively. Like, compared to me, she's getting way more hits than I ever got. But compared to her, like, heyday, when she was getting millions of views, as opposed to just hundreds of thousands and tens of thousands... Yeah, things are falling apart, and the way YouTube is operating now, tough to make money. So she has to do something. I would definitely not have gone with this. I could have. I think she probably should have stuck with the acting. But she she seems to be embracing it. She seems to be happy. So first of all, these you know these uh these white knights like knock it off. You're you're nobody to her, unless you're on Patreon. Then you're somebody to her. But hey, she's cool with it. There's like it'd be one thing if she. Just did the shoot, but still the same in her regular life. But she's not. The amazing thing about this Reddit is it's showing me that Tiffany Alvord has embraced this uh, this new sexual thing. Because, dude, all of her her Snapchats and stuff, she's like, 
hanging out. She's like, oh, couch hangs. That's the biggest couch I've ever seen. She's basically in bed with two other dudes who, unless you look like them, you know, the type, the skinny, the skinny white guys in tank tops, you know, the type, the douchebags, unless you look like that, you don't stand a chance because that's the type of guys she hangs out with. They all look the same to me because there's there's a bunch of them and they all look the same to me. That's clearly her type. If you don't look like that, just like, don't even bother. But she's, like, hanging out with these dudes and, like, wearing next to nothing. Like, walking down the street. She's, like, in these mini shirts. She's, like, there's, like, so much side boob. I'm like, oh, whatever. I guess that's a bikini. It's I don't know if it's a bikini because she's, like, walking down the street, skating on rollerblades down the street and these things. I'm like, wow. I believe this is what happens when a girl who's been repressed all her life decides to, to open up. It's like a geyser. Shit's shooting right out. She's going from zero to 150. She's going from not moving at all to a car accident's about to happen. I've seen this before. You know, I talked about David earlier. I'll bring him up again. We used to, there used to be a girl. I really liked her for years. I liked this girl. But after a while, I'm like, oh, this, this girl is what we call a thought. See, there's another term that's way worse than being called a lady, right? This, this girl I had a crush on back in the day turned out to be a thought. She's definitely, you know, not a proper girl. Or at least she eventually became not a proper girl. Because same thing. She was like this girl next door. Totally my type. You know, this beautiful, innocent chick. And, you know, I was way too nervous to talk to her. All right. Now now I'm starting to sound like one of these friggin' douchebags that are like, Oh, it's disgusting looking at Tiffany's boobs. I've never thought about touching them in my life. Who wants to see that? Not me. But yeah, I could never talk to this girl uh, not until, and I didn't talk to her until the, like, the end of high school. And I started talking to her. I'm like, you're really not the girl next door. This is like a lot of talk about sex and not with me. And, you know, in high school, she was like a freshman, I guess, first year dating a junior or a senior, like a 12th grader, 11th or 12th grader. I'm like, Ugh. And the more freedom she got, the more, you know, her parents uh, <laughs> lost her, the more she, you know, let loose. You know, she was talking about how hot she was and all the sex she was having. It was, it was, it was surprising at the time. Now I'm not so surprised. I can see why it happens. Yeah, me and my buddy David, we used to call this girl Easy E. And the biggest red flag, I mean, I should have seen it was when I was like, hey, you know, you know, back then this was before I went to theater school talking about, uh, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I want to be an actor. And then she was like, oh yeah, I want to be a, a bartender in Poland. Like, wait a minute. Back then, I was like, yeah, that's so cool. Now, I'd be like, what the hell? That's your aspiration? A like, lady, wanting to be a bartender in Poland, as far as prestigious concerned, is on the same level as wanting to be a stripper in Toronto. I assume you make about the same amount of money and go home with about the same amount of dignity. Not that, you know, being a bartender in Toronto is a prestigious thing either. That seems like rather specific. I feel like she's she's she was the type where like, yeah, I want to party and I want to, you know, get nailed by Polish dudes. Because who the hell wants to, who the hell aspires to be a bartender? Like in hindsight, I don't feel so bad about not ending up dating this girl. Because, you know, with all the shortfalls I have, let's not add married to a girl who once aspired to be a Polish whore. So, so to sum it all up, there's some dumb shit on the internet. But Wonder Woman was right. Love does conquer all. No matter how much dumb bullshit you see on the internet, my love for the fact that Tiffany Alvord is going all easy E on us conquers all of that bullshit. All right, that's it. That's episode 149 of the Kenny Ho Show. Thank you for tuning in. I hope, 
I hope I recorded this because I'm not doing it again. I'm skipping. I'm just going to come on and be like, yeah, I recorded the episode twice, not doing it a third time. Have yourself a good day. Tiffany Alvord, I hope you're listening. I know you're not. You're too, you're too busy selling out. It's okay. Don't worry about it, girl. Someday our paths are going to cross again. At that point, you can't judge me because you're at that point. I want to say she'd, she'd be no better than me, but she'd still be a lot better than me. But I work this angle. I, I would tell her, hey, man, for all my flaws, I've never shown side boob for views. I'm better than you now. You're leaving with me, Tiffany. And hopefully at that point, our views will be the same. So I got that on her. But then again, now I think about it as impossible. She'd have to, well, she'd have to be as stupid as Roseanne Barr. She'd have to post a real stupid tweet to have Kenny Ho Show type numbers. Ah, Sometimes I cry myself to sleep at night. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, take care of yourself. And Kristen Crook, I hope you're listening and I hope you're impressed. Toodles. Toodles.